Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. I'm Eric. And today we have a very special guest. This is my friend Zandria, who who is a new film independent voting member. So Woo! she Yes. So she watched all of the Spirit Award nominees and got to vote this year. Welcome, Zandria. Applause, applause. <laughs> Thank you very much. It was very exciting. And I and Kelly actually was the one that gave me the membership as a um, Christmas Aww. present. And it's one of the best presents I've ever gotten. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Gift that keeps on Definitely. giving all year yeah. <laughs> and beyond. Yeah. I wonder if they'll keep sending out emails with random movies for for us to watch, or was that just like now for awards, you know, pre award season? I got a couple of emails uh, for this week. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, All right. They do special screenings and panels. I think still with the pandemic, they'll probably do them, you know, online. Via, yeah, yeah, online. But normally yeah. they'll do them year round in person. In person. So we'll have yeah. To, yeah, we'll have to see how it goes. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, digging this online thing. Me too. Yeah. So so I need to go move to LA for a while, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I'm trying to figure out where to live. So Hollywood. Because you know, earthquakes and all that. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, we thought we we thought we had a little bump this morning, but I think some cement truck or something went by or something because it really felt like a 3.0 jolt, you know, and then nothing ended up on the news. Yeah, Yeah. so it was a truck. (laughs) So, okay, let's look at the award shows. We'll start with the Spirit Awards because that was what last Thursday? Oh, yeah. God. which is weird <laughs> first of all yes thursday night what it's usually on and, saturday night and late 10 eastern mm-hmm. oh and we didn't know this until the day before mm-hmm. yeah well i How mean did they, we not they, know that? they had sent out um emails with the date on it and yeah and i thought well maybe they're doing some other event that night and then the awards are going to be Saturday as usual, right? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> yeah, I just never read those closely. Yeah, the ones yeah. about join us for like the group watching party or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I'm not going to do that. I guess I should have read more closely. Yeah. yeah. Like the date didn't click at all. Mm-mm. No. I think that's because of the pandemic. We're just losing track of days and times and yeah. and everything. And all of a sudden, <laughs> it's here, and we're like, "What?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I I watched it. I think I'm am I the only one here who watched it? I think so. <laughs> yeah, I, I've got it queued up to watch, but I watched <laughs> no. it on date deadline hollywood they just kept posting the winners that was yeah well, I had that's to work, the best so thing to do enough for me yeah. yeah yeah i i it was not a good show they they did you know comedy skits and and things and it, it wasn't funny <laughs> <laughs> there was only maybe one thing there was a song for steven yun and that was funny the rest of the show was awful oh no <laughs> 
That's too when bad. We get to the Oscars, we'll say which one is worse, but I want to save it till then. <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, were there any winners here? Um, well, first of all, let's let's go around and say um, of the seventeen categories that we voted for, how Ten. many of seventeen? Yeah. Oh, so I guess many I counted you... John uh, no, the Cassavetes. Okay. Right. Yeah. I thought there were seven. How many uh, of your votes won? Uh, for me, it was five. <laughs> seven seven pretty good court seven alexandria right on okay kelly nine wow and eric wait wait wait. how many are there categories uh 17 17 i missed three so 15 okay good job 14 yeah oh. yeah like the the big surprise <laughs> for me was um out of everything that I voted for was Palm Springs winning for best uh, first screenplay. So that was like my last, <laughs> that was my number five, like one I would have voted on out of the top yeah, five. Yeah. Okay. yeah, I voted for Miss Juneteenth in that Me one. Me too. Uh, and I voted for The Assistant because I had some PTSD watching that movie with my own career. So... <laughs> It's like, wow, they really captured that environment really, really well. Mm -hmm. Zandria, were there any surprises for um, you? Surprises? Um, I wouldn't say, I mean, so I think I mentioned earlier that um, a, in a lot of categories, I couldn't decide between two. And my second choice won. So if I had gone with my second choice, I would have had a better score. But I don't think there was anything super surprising, I guess. Yeah, but we're trying to sway the vote to have our pick win. So a great example of that for best picture, I voted for Mulraney's Black Bottom, knowing that No Man Land would probably win, but I wanted to see if other people felt the way I did. And my vote might have been the one that pushed it over the edge. Kind of yeah. similar. Well, we'll jump uh, when we mentioned best actor in the Oscars, kind of like what happened there. Yeah. Um, and then the same for best first feature. I really <laughs> wanted the 40 year old version to win. So that's what I voted for, knowing that Sound of Metal would win. Now, for best first feature, I didn't think Sound of Metal would, should, would win, even though I, I thought it should win. It was, it was one of my favorite movies that I had seen. Like I thought one of the others would get it just because with all the buzz that we heard throughout the whole season, like that, I didn't get as much buzz for Sound of Metal as I did for a lot of the other movies. So, so what did I, you vote I, for? I voted for Sound of Metal. Oh, okay. I, I, liked, I, I, I don't go with, oh, this was popular. I might go like the underdog or this was getting a lot of love everywhere else. Let me show you some love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I adored Sound of Metal and was thrilled that it yeah. won best first feature. Mm -hmm. What kind of surprised me is that Riz Ahmed won best actor mm -hmm. because I thought Chadwick was going to sweep every award. Yeah. Every award show with that one. So yeah. here he was, didn't win it in two biggies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought Riz was amazing and definitely deserved um, to win 
a big award for his mm-hmm. performance, but I was just shocked that Chadwick didn't get it. Yeah, it's kind of like, oh, I thought we were all on the same page with this. Chadwick is getting it, not not because we're just giving it to him because he passed away. Like, this was an amazing actor. This was an amazing performance that he did, his final performance that he did. So I was like, I thought we were just all acknowledging this and then everybody else next year. I'm I'm cool with who won. Like, we'll talk about for the Oscars. But I'm cool with Riz getting it because, again, I loved his performance in this. Um, But like you said, Kelly, it was just very surprising that thing with with this maybe mm-hmm. they thought the same way i was thinking oh you already won this one and this one let's show some love over here too mm-hmm. yeah i i think so i think um you when you have such outstanding performances and and um you know he he had won the golden globe and the sag award it's like well let's give some other actors some love you yeah. know and and show them so that's why i voted for riz because this this will help his career Mm-hmm. you know it'll push him up even more and we'll get to see him in more content you know yeah. so do you think that he got fewer votes because he had passed away and that you know it would do another actor more good for his career and that's why Chadwick didn't win I think it has to do maybe with identify for me that movie was just so unique and his performance so unique that maybe it just stepped a little bit above uh, Chad, uh, Chadwick for me, even if they might have even competed, if he was still alive and they were competing, I still, my vote would have probably been the same way, you know, because just that performance was so subtle, you know, it like this is his, what he did in it was subtle, but yet very large. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like you, you really felt, and this is why it got so, you know, Sound of Metal got so many awards this season is because it really puts you in his head. Mm-hmm. And for a moviegoer or for us to watch that movie and actually feel what he's feeling and go through the experience with him is, is you know, that's what every actor wants you to do, you know, be in their shoes as you're going through the movie with them. So I was thrilled in the Spirit Awards that Carrie Mulligan won Best Actress. Because mm-hmm. y'all mm-hmm. know that Promising Young Woman was my favorite film, is my favorite film of 2020. Yes. 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 So yay, Emerald Fennell for um, Best Screenplay or Original Screenplay. And uh, Carrie, I thought that this was her best performance in anything ever. Oh, yeah. And I voted for her. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that's one of the ones I got right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy about I May Destroy You just because I felt like it didn't get enough love in other places and like they won. So I was over the moon. Me too. That was the best series of the year, yes. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Agree. Mm-hmm. Hard agree. Yeah. Um, Screw the Golden Globes. <laughs> well, hopefully it'll get some Emmy love. You know, now we're yeah. in the Emmy season. So yeah. let's see yeah. what the Emmy voters uh, do with that series. Yeah. Let's hope they do the right thing. <laughs> yeah. I think it got um, BAFTA. Here, let me look real quick. No, it must have been a different thing. Maybe the BAFTAs I have on here are just films. Yeah. I don't have TV BAFTAs on me. Yeah, it won some other major nights. award. 
they did four nights of trophies the baptists so mm-hmm. games yeah. and yeah yeah because all i ever done is film this yeah. list either so oh well but i was surprised and happy that both of the the actors the lead actors from or- unorthodox oh yes also. yeah yeah because that, yeah that's one i watched you know last spring or summer <laughs> so. yeah mm-hmm. now okay. i had i wanted confidants from little america for best male performance in a new scripted series but mm-hmm. yeah, yeah amit Bahav was great and unorthodox mm-hmm. i feel like the little america actors were a bit at a disadvantage because they were only in one episode whereas mm-hmm. you know the other series was a whole season so i don't know mm-hmm. if that had any influence on people possibly maybe yeah true though only one episode of the full series are uh, submitted for consideration but yeah people are voters are likely to have watched the whole series especially if one um uh one episode hooks them like oh god i have to watch all of them like we did yeah <laughs> yeah for me i can't i can't just watch one episode to vote for it i have to watch the whole series yeah me too i had a tr- i had trouble um with the p valley because i don't have um stars so mm-hmm. i saw the one episode that film independent gave us and i had no idea what was going on no context yeah. and yeah it was I, I feel like that actor was probably put at a disadvantage mm-hmm. that's the tough thing with television is yeah when you when you're dropped into a one episode and it might be an episode that does something totally unique to the whole season and that's why they're putting it up for awards but yet if you don't watch the you show know. <laughs> you know it might come off weird and you won't vote on it mm-hmm all right. Any more for um, Spirit Awards? Oh, um, Best International Film. Hovada oh, yeah. Saida won from Bosnia and Herzegovina. And it was fabulous, but part of the um, voting, what? Not standards, but mm-hmm. things to keep in mind when voting. Uh one of them was like diversity another was innovation and i don't think that Kovara saida was particularly like new or innovative no i mean because it was basically a biopic yes we've seen that kind of story so many times so i voted for baccarat from Mm -hmm. brazil which we three, Susan Court and I, had watched months ago on the Criterion channel. I forgot what our theme of the week was. And it was so creative, so interesting. You know, Brazilian hunter, sci-fi, mm-hmm. what's going on, revenge, and yeah. <laughs> I think it, it may have been plot to plot twist week yeah oh yeah See, something like that something yeah, else i, I can't say with braces i think it was supposed to be my torture week but like something else turned out to be torture <laughs> yeah 
Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that was the week we were picking three things from the Criterion channel. Yeah. yeah. So maybe, maybe it lost because a lot of people didn't see it. Sometimes that happens is that there is so much to see. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, the foreign films always kind of be pushed back towards the end of my viewing pleasure because they take a little more energy to watch, mm-hmm. you know, cause I have to do all the reading and sometimes um, I do hear that, oh, that won't win because how many people have really seen it? And right. this happens even with the Oscars, the critics yeah. say that, yeah. you know. But then they're not but, supposed to vote in that category. Then, uh, exactly, well, that it. is true. And, and I don't, if I, if I don't see everything. But for me, I, I was the one that did like Covadas uh, Aida. You know, I just, it put me on the edge of my seat and um, it really messed me up probably because I just went into it without any idea what it was about. And then going through it towards the end, I started realizing what it was Mm -hmm. when it was too late, just like the poor people that were being loaded up or, you know, taken away. So it just really freaked me out. You know, I really got emotionally involved in that movie. And that might've been the thing that just pushed it over the edge to winning. Because if you notice, a lot of the awards sometimes will go to a a movie or a performance that pushes you an emotional, gives you an emotional attachment to it. Yep, except in the Oscars. Except there was, we'll get there, but there was a different emotional aspect to another round. Right. But Zandria, you had a uh, different favorite international film. I did. I'm maybe the only one who voted for the Hungarian film, Preparations to Be Together for an Unknown Period of Time. Um, I don't know if it was just the mood I was in. I, I felt that that was, you know, it was sort of a love story that was surprising. You know, it was very creative and you know, you're wondering if she's crazy, is she making all of this up? Um, and she wasn't. And I just thought it was beautifully filmed and very creative, you know, in a different way that Baccarat was. Um, so it just sort of captured me. And I also thought that um, Aida was a little formulaic and more Hollywood than, you know, the, the Spirit Awards. That's fair. Yeah. Well, you know, I agree what you're saying with preparations, but yeah, Baccarat still number one for me, <laughs> even though you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but. And that's it, you know, just because how many films win awards and you're like, no, this other film was better. It happens all the time. Yeah. And if not better, just that we enjoyed one more than another. Mm-hmm. You know, some that I voted for weren't necessarily critically better, you know, or sometimes they're equal, mm-hmm. you know, I'm picking between two equal films. So Nomadland and Minari is how they're pronouncing it last night. We've been saying Minari, but anyway, we should probably change it. Putting uh, the Texas in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Nomadland, Minari, and Promising Young Woman, three totally different films. Is one better than the other? Uh, honestly, I think that they're difficult to compare because they are filmed so differently. The scripts are so completely different. Um, I think most people would say, say Nomadland is objectively better, but 
based on what? Cinematography is the best. The scripts are all so different. Um, you know, I don't know. Again, my favorite was Promising Young Woman, even if it's mm-hmm. not technically better than Nomadland. That's what I voted mm-hmm. for for everything. We have an embarrassment of riches when it comes to art. Yes. Like, just everywhere. I think, um, was it Yeo jung Yoo? her speech she gave last night when she was talking about like we're all amazing i just got lucky (laughs) (laughs) yeah 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 that was good well why don't we move on then to the oscars (laughs) sounds good so can we talk about can we talk about the end first (laughs) let's just just jump right to it get it out the way yeah rip that band-aid off so Obviously, normally the show ends with best picture. They must have ended with best actor because everyone, including the producers, was expecting Chadwick to win best actor. So I think that they were set up to give him some big tribute to end the night. It was going to be all emotional. People were going to be thrilled. And Anthony Hopkins ended up winning. And he he deserved... It, it was very late and he's 83 and he was in Wales. They wouldn't let him Zoom. They refused to let him Zoom. Really? Who they? Like the producers, whoever was in charge, they wouldn't let him Zoom his um his acceptance speech. Why? So he went to bed. <laughs> oh, damn. It was very late this time. Think about yeah. it. It was like 11, 15. Yeah, they were saying it was 4 a.m. there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, and he probably thought he wasn't going to win either. He didn't. True. <laughs> who who would have thunk? Um, so, I mean, to me, like, everyone was stunned, of course. Again, he deserved an Oscar for his performance. Mm-hmm. Just not this Oscar. Right. 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 And I, I agree with everything you said. I think they did put it in position to end on a emotional note. But I think if I'm the producer of the Oscars, you need to tell me who won so I can make that change, a historical change, because I was getting texts from friends going, I somehow missed the best actor and best actress because <laughs> they're doing the best picture. You know yeah. what I mean? And you always end on the best picture. Yeah. That's the top trophy of the night. Right. Yeah, and not if you're best not, actor, best actor is not the top trophy no. of the night. Right. And, and why actor, not actress? Clearly, right. because of Chadwick. Yes, so you get yourself the presenters yeah. also this year yes. too for those. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is kind of that's kind of fun, you know. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, but I I think if you are a producer of the Academy Awards, you should you should be allowed to know who won. A so that you can make do that swap you yeah. know so something got a little screwy there oh yeah did we have another la la land moment <laughs> hmm. things yeah. that make yeah. you go hmm now joaquin who, did, who was the presenter for this um he had this other speech that he was gonna say and I, we think he maybe peaked and saw who actually won because he changed what he was gonna say completely like he said mm-hmm. i have another speech but i'm just gonna say something else i'm going off script with this because like wow. you said, everybody thought Chadwick would win. Well, maybe he was going to do the Chadwick acceptance speech. Maybe. Uh, maybe. 
you know, maybe his wife wasn't going to be there because it yeah. was going to be too emotional for him. Maybe mm. he was picking that, ra- you know, he was going to do it, you know? Yeah. God, I hope they let us know what happened. <laughs> I'll bet they don't. They won't. Um, like one of the producers, they came out earlier and they said, well, we're sorry that everybody's upset, but like us moving this had the desired effect. They got everybody talking. Oh, Jesus. Oh, we would have been, we're talking about this award ceremony regardless. Maybe for the wrong reasons. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But no, I, I do like the idea of them switching around the order this year, but it just didn't work out at the end. No. It worked out in the other places, sure, mm-hmm. but you know. But but again, for the last one, that implies that it's the most important one. Yeah. So if you're giving one to an actor or an actress, you're implying that that one actor or actress is the most important one. Mm-hmm. So if they're going to keep that one like that, then next year they better end with actress. Right. Hey, right. watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and like when the announcement was made, of course, Anthony wasn't there. He wasn't available to give a speech. It just, it went off immediately. Everyone was like, oh shit, turn off, turn off. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a cluster F. Yeah. It, now, that happened to, uh-huh. Well, I was going to say that happened at, to us at the Eddie Awards. We, yeah. we uh, were not um, uh, giving an honorary uh, Eddie to Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. And he and you know with technology he couldn't be there. We were doing it all digitally, and he didn't even do a recorded speech. He had his daughter do a speech, and it pissed all of us off because we were so looking forward to hearing from him and talk about the craft of editing and how it helps him out with his films. Nothing. Wow. <laughs> we're like, why do we give him this honorary award if he can't even bother to show up on tape? Wow. You know, so it, yeah. it pissed off quite a few editors. As one editor put it, they dropped quite a few f bombs to me. Wow. You know? <laughs> so so you were saying, Kelly Hopkins' performance in The Father, um, like you were saying earlier, Eric, about Riz Ahmed's performance in Sound of Metal. Hopkins really brings you into, I mean, and the film itself, you know, so the directing, editing, and and his performance, you really get into his character. I wanted to be Bob Barn. The people were proud to say, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) You get get into his character and and into, into his head. I just, I loved his performance and the movie. It was stunning. Um, So he has dementia and I was questioning reality the whole time, just like he was. Yeah. Yeah, most of the complaints I've heard have been like the execution and not that he won. Like most everybody agrees that he should, he he deserved that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why I wasn't disappointed when he won, when he did win. And critics were saying, well, Chadwick's won a lot of awards, so the voters might just put him number one and Chadwick number two on their voting card, and that, that there might be an upset in there. And I think that's yeah. exactly what happened. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's like, you know, Hopkins did this for his age, 84, you know, this is amazing performance. The movie was amazing. 
you know, he's equally as worthy of, of receiving it. And he did, he did get it. Yeah. He's the oldest person ever to receive an Oscar. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Has he, he, he won, did he win for Silence of the Lambs? He's yeah. won before, right? Yeah. yeah. Which was another groundbreaking performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay. I'm looking for uh, Chadwick, you know, he won, of course, the SAG award and the Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. But, and then Anthony Hopkins won the BAFTA. And so he really didn't win that many awards. <laughs> no, I guess not. Um, though I think, I mean, we're not counting all the ones from other countries. He might have done okay. so in like right. Australia and um, right. I forget some others, but yeah, these these biggies, sorry. Right. Yeah. So the the other thing that they could have cut out of the show was that silly trivia game thing. No, 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 musics no. about the songs. Yes, yes, they could have done that during the commercial breaks and let the people who are there enjoy it. Yeah. It was just it's like okay, you guys are running late, and then that takes up ten more minutes, and you know, no, Susan, we got to see Glenn Close do the butt. Right, that's true. It's right. worth it. Now, it they was, could have cut down some of the length of the other ones. But, I, yeah, I enjoyed, like, Andrew Day dropping the F-bomb and getting bleeped out. Love that, too. Yeah, it just came in at the wrong time. Too late. And yeah. there was no, none of that kind of fun yeah. throughout the Oscars. So when it came yeah. in, you're, like, going, we're here at the, we're, we're on third plate, running towards the finish, you know, or yeah. we're at the last mm-hmm. 15, you know, whatever. Approaching the finish line, what the you're gonna the yeah. show is gonna oh, but yeah. it ended up being one of the best segments of the night because of the humor and the and the surprise of Glenn Close at the end. So it kind of saved the awards a little bit for me, you know, because if that wasn't in there, it would have been a total dud for me, you know. So yeah, I had fun the first two hours. Like that third hour, though, that did me in. And actually, it did go all. It, it went downhill after uh, Glenn did the butt. I I loved most. I loved all the people who won. Like in the third hour, but like it just like you said, it screeched to a halt, and then everybody's like, "Wait, what?" Maybe also because they switched up like the format, and everybody was confused. Yeah. So what's going to be next? Oh no. Mm. Yeah, and then a, a lot of people were also saying that they sped through the in memoriam mm-hmm. and i don't know that they sped through it but there were a lot more for for this time than yeah. before so yeah. i don't know maybe they should have yeah. had two songs and <laughs> something i don't know <laughs> do the remix now right the yeah. remix <laughs> and, and speaking of songs i was very upset luckily i had just turned on the TV for their four hours of content before the Oscars. And they started playing the performances, pre-recorded, you know, like kind of Oscar performances that they recorded at the new museum opening up in the summer. Mm-hmm. And so luckily I caught those, but I was like watching the show. I was like, you know, this is one of the things that's missing from the show yeah. is entertainment. Where's the entertainment this year in this show? It was boring. No entertainment. It took it took me till this morning to realize what I couldn't quite pin 
what I really hated about the show. And that was, it didn't celebrate Hollywood. It didn't have yeah. fun. It wasn't a show. It was just, here's your award. Here's your award. Yeah. Here's Cause your they award. didn't, they didn't have the giant stage like they usually do. Um, they just had the little stage and. <laughs> well, and considering the format, I was shocked that it went as late as it did. It went as late as usual. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why? Because they let everybody, they let everybody actually do their full speech. Right. They didn't, okay. they didn't cut they them didn't. off. Right. You That's know, true. so now, now we know that if you don't give them a minimal of time, <laughs> this is what we get. So there needs yeah. to be a nice common middle now <laughs> on yeah. acceptance speeches. Yeah. So how did everybody do um, on these out of the, mm-hmm. with your picks? Um, mm-hmm. I, I got 12 out of 23, but with these i did kind of uh mark um who i thought was going to win rather than who i would have voted for so (laughs) i got 11. Mm -hmm. i didn't count mine i did not get most no i only i only missed five so that means i got 18 right Mm -hmm. and three of them were upset so I thought I did pretty good. <laughs> Should I get, I got, um, I got quite a, I, yeah, I got a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, sure did. Wow. No, I did get a bunch. <laughs> yeah. no, did I, think you, I, I sort of got most. Okay, cool. Did, did you pick, um, did you pick or predict uh, my octopus teacher? Because that was a surprise to me. You yeah, um, not to me. That that what I that's not what I predicted. Okay. I thought it was going to be Crip Camp. Same, yeah. I guess because it won the Spirit Awards. So. Yeah. Well, well I no, really like that because because of the the topic. Mm-hmm. I mean, I adore Octopus Teacher. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, I was so emotional watching that. I uh just love but i still thought that um crip camp was gonna win me too and didn't the obamas sort of plug it as well yeah they were producers yeah for crip camp well i spoke to a a couple of voters oscar voters and they pointed to um uh uh, oh my gosh uh octopus teacher because it just was emotionally you know, being able to connect to nature, you know, that's what got them that, that little extra that made the vote go that way. Because, yeah, they said Crip Camp would have gotten it if Octopus Teacher wasn't there. Yeah. So just push that vote, the humanity or humanity touching nature and connecting with nature, which I think with what's gone on in the past year, um, and that could be another thing, what, what's happened to us in the past year and how nature is kind of pushing back on us right now and that we aren't connecting with nature and nature is kind of, so you know, via the fires and the weather and the, yeah. and the, you know, the COVID and everything, you know. Another, another recommendation going on a tangent here of, of something to watch uh, on Apple TV, uh, the year earth changed mm-hmm. and it shows how nature did come back and change while we were all in lockdown yeah 
Yeah, I saw that. I got to watch it. It looks really, really good. Yeah. And it's only yeah, 40 it's, minutes. Yeah. And I think that's, I think that's what pushed it a little over the edge, but I love All Crip right. Camp. I, if you haven't <laughs> seen Crip Camp, see it. It is really good, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great. It. Yeah. All right. How about some of these other categories here? Um, well, I could, I could speak to the upset of original song. Everybody thought <laughs> Speak Now would win. Oh, I love that song. Oh, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. I, just from this snippet, I hadn't heard any of these before. And they're going through playing those snippets. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, that one. Yeah, that's what I want. And yeah. like I started it. watching it earlier. Like Eric said, I caught the full performances and it was so funny. Um, like the twins were in my room, like when they were playing and hear my voice started playing and they both stopped moving. And they, they, yes. (laughs) And they started watching like the performance, like they were that captivated by her voice. So I was starting to change my vote, like, oh my, maybe that one will win. Um, But I I love her too. So, (laughs) well, that was the thing. Her, I felt her performance was the strongest. Yes. You know, in terms of the choreography and the message. And like, so when I watched that, I went, yeah. Oh, that one yeah. might win. Yes. And then and it won and it made sense. Yeah. yeah. You know? And like they got power to the people in there for a quick second before they cut away. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a very powerful recorded performance. Like it yes. broke through even in, its re- <laughs> in it being recorded. Yeah. But they thought that Speak Now would win because he was nominated for Best Supporting Actor, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. And then he was nominated for this. And so they thought, well, he's not going to win the supporting. So they'll give him this because he's just such a talented actor. Yeah. Singer, dancer, you know, everything. Yeah. Uh, so it was quite, quite an upset that he didn't, he didn't get it. And it, it yeah. I mean, I think this year, all the songs were fairly equal. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, the most shocking thing to me was to realize that Prince did not get nominated nor win <laughs> for Purple Rain. Mm-hmm. It's like what made was you want going to curse, on? Right? Yep, I did. <laughs> yep, I did say. <laughs> Old <laughs> white man. Like, you know, yeah, exactly. Because that movie is so like that's what this category of best original song is designed for. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And the fact that it didn't get nominated just blows my mind. Yeah. I didn't go back and see what won that year. I don't know if anybody knows what won that year that Prince didn't get nominated or win for that soundtrack because that's one of the best albums on the face of the earth. Agree. That album. And in movies, Did he win the Grammy that year? Probably. Probably. He yeah. probably won everything else. Xander, I know you didn't watch the show, but you saw the Oscar list this morning. Anything jump out at you? Um... I wasn't sure what to think about the actor in a supporting role. I wasn't necessarily, I mean, I am happy with the winner, but I wasn't sure that he would win. Um, Daniel Kaluuya, Judas and Black Messiah. Yeah. um, I thought maybe Paul Racy would win um, or Sasha Baron Cohen seems to be a favorite at the Oscars. Um, Mm -hmm. So I was happy with that. Um, I think that was just a tough category. Although I did see pictures of like Keith Stanfield and he looked amazing in his little jumpsuit. So yeah, that was an interesting category. (laughs) Well, wait a minute. Did he, what about Coleman Domingo's pink suit? 
Oh, yes. that was gorgeous. You know? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And then the, the two guys who won for um, uh, sh- live action short. Yeah, the, they're going to regret that fashion. Statement. They had, you know, the matching suits. The orange black. and black. I, I oh, no, sorry. Yellow and gold. Black. It was, I gold think, gold. Black. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, it was horribly ugly. And one of them had on gold pants. The other one had on black <laughs> pants. But they, I, they had the matching jackets. I kind of thought that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. It may have been a fashion faux pas, but it, they were rocking it. Was, it. Yeah. And, you know, it matched the the, the character in, from the movie who yep. was in that in the yellow hoodie. Yeah. So. Totally. I'm, I'm just glad the guys had so much fun. Like, usually they're yeah. wearing the, that one standard black tux. Did you guys see the kid from Minari? Oh, it was so cute with the mismatched socks. Yes, it <laughs> yes. was adorable. Yes. They were mismatched. That was a fashion statement. One exactly. sock black and one sock with two lines on it. I, I yeah, I meant you know, I. <laughs> is that is that the way the pair of socks comes, or did he consciously choose, or his stylist to wear Watch that trend. He's going to start All a trend. Right. You're going to start seeing that. Yeah. All right. Hopefully not with tuxedos. Well, yeah, they'd have to be wearing shorts. <laughs> hey, in, was, a, in a COVID world, shorts are totally in right now. True. So, Speaking of, um, sorry, Kelly. No, I pulled up. I pulled up uh, Princess Wen from nineteen eighty-five. Oh. So he did win for the original score. He wore the same, or her wore the same outfit that he wore in 1985. Like, have the same look. What? So her outfit last night was a tribute to his 1985 win. Look. He looks amazing. Yeah. That is very cool. That's awesome. Do we know know what won that year for Oscar Best Well, uh, yeah, that's what I was supposed to look up, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but no, that was a great. You know, that's great that you pointed it out because when I was seeing her outfit, you know how you have in the back of your head, you go, "I've seen this look somewhere before," mm-hmm. like can't quite place it, you know. And that once you said that, boom, it's like that's right. Well, another another fashion oh. thing, uh, Zendaya. Mm, I yes. didn't I didn't like her choice, but talking about fashion history they said it was like an homage to share cool i just figured she wore something that wasn't black and white like in the movie she was in um malcolm and marie marie and malcolm oh okay it was all in black and white okay and i just figured yeah, I she wore something bright <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah and it was also glow in the dark oh was it mm-hmm matching shoes (laughs) so i loved the best animated short if anything happens i love you yeah Mm -hmm. oh heartbreaker yeah Mm -hmm. that's why i pretty much knew that was going to be the winner yeah yeah so i'm not mad about best original song for that year that was stevie wonder i just called to say i love you so okay i understand purple you know, rain was better though <laughs> it was it was it was a whole true. experience yeah. since yeah. i heard that song you know the uh that stevie wonder song 
it, that song has always been incredibly annoying to me. Mm-hmm. I hate I it. I love Stevie I Wonder, it. but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm like, ooh, I really hate that song. Yeah. <laughs> I always think of the Cosby show because he was on. Do you remember that? He was yeah. on and then he sang it mm-hmm. and it's really awkward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did so you guys think that. of cinematography? Cinematography? Cinematography, yes. <laughs> I will always call that from now on. <laughs> so I was nervous. So I, I've been drinking a glass of wine, you know, in the spirit of another round. And just keeping my blood alcohol level at, at 0.5. So. Nice. Do you have a breathalyzer? Look yeah, I do. Yeah. So I got to slow down, clearly. <laughs> um, so cinematography. I was sure that it was going to be nomad land like yeah. it has been in several other but yeah but i guess oscars gotta live up to their <laughs> well make reputation make, and uh, go with make make one the cinematographers yeah award okay um, and that doesn't so, mean it deserves it no but normally <laughs> when a branch when a branch votes for a certain film sometimes that carries over into the oscars not always care. And then they mentioned before they gave out the award, they mentioned that only two films in the history of the Academy Awards, when they started doing color only, uh, two films in black and white had won Schindler's List and uh, Roma. And when they said Roma, I went, uh oh, I think Mank's going to win tonight. Of course, the artist didn't get it. Uh, no, I guess not. But I was no. as, I was assuming it did because you know black and white mm-hmm. when it could have been color. Oh. Um, yeah. So yeah. I mean, it it really is a amazing, um, stunning cinematog- film for cinematography. Whereas No Man Land was all captured natural lighting. You know what I mean? So there's a difference between capturing natural lighting. And and actually making the lighting or creating the lighting, and I think that's what pushed Mank just slightly over the top. Capturing natural yeah. light is not easy. No, but... and to have it look as good as it did in Nomadland, and those large horizon shots. <sighs> yeah, like then yeah. they showed the little clips of everything nominated for best picture. And they show mm-hmm. Nick, this little like close up of I think him if it was, and then Nomadland wide landscape shot. And you're like, you're just given cinematography and what are you thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, not a cinematographer here, but yeah, I have opinions. That's all I know. Yeah, well, see, you saw Mank, obviously. I mean, yes. Mank did not get much love this year, but I think about two things. Um, yeah, but people just really don't like that film for some reason. I I don't quite understand it because I liked it. Yeah, it got but... production design too over Ma mm-hmm. Rainey. It got production design over Ma Rainey. Yeah, yeah, but keep in mind, ninety percent of Ma Rainey took place in the um, two sets, so there wasn't. There was that. a lot of outdoor outdoors too. Yes, I can yeah. speak to that because it happened in our neighborhood, and I have photos of oh. the outside. They painted the buildings. It's still some of the the buildings are still painted. 
Oh, I'd love um, to see your photos. That would be yeah, cool. Yeah, I'll be happy yeah, to send them copies. to you. Yeah. I mean, that's the same last year with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know, I worked on that film for seven days and 10% of it ended up in the film, you know, but the detail that they put into that film, you know, was just astonishing, you know, so. Yeah, in, uh, in Ma Rainey, there was no train trestle behind those buildings, for example. The, and, and it's all shot in Pittsburgh, takes place in Chicago. Um, yeah. Yeah. So there's one shot with, where they're in the street and you can sort of see the the skyline behind them. That was all added, you know. None of that obviously exists here. Right. So yeah, it was pretty yeah, incredible. Digital, yeah, digitally added. Best film editing. Promising young woman did not win. Sound of Metal got it. Yeah. Were you good? <laughs> okay. Oh yes, yes. <laughs> that that makes perfect sense. In fact, that's what I wanted. Oh, good. With editing, yeah. I, that's what I wanted. That's the one thing that Promising Young Woman was up for that I didn't want. Nice. Yeah, Sound of Metal totally deserved that. Yeah. For best editing? Yes. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I know you're the editor. What did you want? I voted for The Trial of Chicago 7. Yeah. Just, you know, they, actually, I think I was tied on both of the films tell you the truth I think they were both my number one because they both use different editing techniques to you know feed you the story mm -hmm. and I felt that sound design played a really big role in the editing of mm -hmm. Sound of Metal so therefore it would win the sound award but in terms of physical editing and cross-cutting and telling the story uh, I felt just the trial of Chicago 7 just had just a little, little, just above uh, mm -hmm. Sound of Metal uh, for the win. And it did win the Eddie, the Editor's Guild Award. So I thought, okay, mm -hmm. that'll, that'll help lock it in. But when Sound of Metal won, I was just like, yep, totally deserves it. Cool. You know, so I wasn't, I wasn't disappointed on that. You know, the most invisible editing was The Father. Because mm. that, I call that mm. performance editing, you know, mm. where you just concentrate on the performances and as an editor, you just disappear. You don't even notice us doing our magic to make all those performances and the dialogue rhythms and all that uh, play. Um, so I, you know, all, all four of them nominated this year kind of represent different forms of editing. No Man Land kind of represented a little bit of the documentary style editing and lingering on shots to create mood and atmosphere. And then of course, Promising Young Women. Um, the way the story was told to you because you didn't know what our lead actress's goals were at the beginning of the film. Like for the, what, the first 20, 30 minutes? You had no clue what this film was either. doing. And then when they put that little number one and they show her meeting her, her the girl that she went to, um, school with or uh, you know and got her drunk that was the first like hint at wait a second what is she what is this plan she's cooking and then we start moving forward in in the movie on that so it was very clever how it how it in editing it kind of sets you up for that ride 
Um, so yeah, all the movies kind of had this year had different techniques to convey their stories. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So speaking of promising young woman versus the trial of the Chicago Seven. I was thrilled, obviously, but a bit surprised that Promising Young Woman or Emerald Fennell beat Aaron Sorkin for original screenplay. That was great. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Once again, not surprised. Not surprised on my end because she won the Writers Guild Award. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I I think because Hollywood acknowledges by her winning acknowledges how original and honest that script was and I don't know if you heard her in the pre-show talking about how she came up with the idea or was it the post-show I can't remember but how she was having a conversation with friends and she realized all the men were didn't know what they were the women were talking about and she thought ah script (laughs) yeah I agree I think the it was more unique in that the, the story was brand new, whereas you knew what happened, you know, in the, in the trial of the Chicago seven. Totally new. And, and, uh, and original. And I, there was some blowback with trial of Chicago seven because they didn't stick to the facts. So there was a little bit of a controversy there. I don't quite know what part of it they didn't stick to because all biopics take liberties to try to, move the story forward. But uh, there was a little bit of blowback from the people who want your movie to be 100% accurate. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that's the best way to put it. So that might've hurt uh, Chicago 7 a little bit too. But that Promising Young Women is, will be talked about for years to come Mm -hmm. as when, you know, like Silence of the Lambs or I'm trying to think crash you know it's just it's one of those movies that i wish it would have won best picture because it's like it would have just you know blown hollywood's mind like oh my god we actually are honoring yeah. one of the most unique and interesting voices <laughs> of the year so should we at, at the end of this should we all spit in our coffee or should we howl <laughs> knowing that scene still makes me cr- it's like so vile i it, I mean, if I don't, I don't even know how I'd react. I mean, he knew her, but I don't know. It was gross. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, and especially as seeing this, you know, after, you know, the after the lockdown, this is like <laughs> post COVID. You know yeah, you, yeah. Coffee. Well, you know yeah, what? I didn't even it's think like about even that. Worse. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even think about that. That's interesting. But for me, it's like the only thing I could do to justify it. You know, here, here you are putting yourself into the characters, you know, as you're watching the movie. And it's like, well, we're going to start sucking face. So we're going to be spitting yeah. <laughs> in each other's mouth while you kiss. So what's the difference? So, Zandria, tell us, what are, what are the real risks of, this, of the spitting in somebody else's coffee? I mean, or Please. does the heat, does that kill anything that might harm you? Or, you know, what's the... Um, it would have to be a certain temperature. So, you know, it depends on how long she steamed the milk and, you know, how long he waited between the spitting and when he swallowed it. Um, yeah. So there's a lot of different factors in there. For sure. And if he, if he stirred the cup up and diluted, 
possibly yeah yeah I think it's more the <laughs> the specific temperature and the amount of time um, to allow any pathogens to be inactivated okay but what would the temperature have to be to not have those pathogens survive? Hotter than he could drink. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Like I said, what's the difference between kissing her like a French kiss and drinking her spit? What's the, there's no difference, right? <laughs> I think the action of kissing, the objective isn't to swallow someone's saliva. <laughs> It's just and if it's dose dependent but it gets in your mouth anyway you know it just happens you know right i know so yeah. i know it's such a gross conversation i know the listeners love us for for our tangents and, and that'll go down as one of the classics this uh, is like one of the only ones tonight isn't it or is it the only one other than prince yeah it was related to our tangent. I know that's <laughs> yeah. true. That and this yeah. is related too because it's in Promising Young Woman. So right. we have not had a major tangent just at the road. That's a major that's, tangent. You haven't gone off subject. Have no. to. <laughs> we love um, it. We love it when we live, you know, when I'm listening to the show and you guys go off subject. I love it. <laughs> You come up with some, I learned something See? every Thank time you. when you yeah. guys go off subject. Okay. And I learned that the pathogens in spit in coffee would have to be hot enough that you couldn't drink it yeah so i learned something good tip okay and yes we, we always like to teach you at least one thing during a podcast <laughs> whether it's Thank useful you. to your life is another story right yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so so what did you guys think hosts no hosts i, I was fine without it me too yeah Oh, it's, but starting with Regina King, oh, yeah, good. yeah, that was good and an amazing dress too. But mm -hmm. I miss yeah. the host. The host to me is the entertainment, the Billy Crystal shows, the Bob mm -hmm. Hope shows of the Academy. Those shows would always honor Hollywood, make fun of Hollywood, and entertain you as you went through the awards. And that's what I am missing from the Academy Awards these days: is being entertained being teased at, meaning laughing at ourselves and how serious we take ourselves as an industry and, um, and just enjoying people winning the awards. Even the selfies a couple of years ago when they would go in the audience oh, and yeah. they did the selfie. You know, all that stuff was missing this year. And I know we've had a tough year, but you also kind of rely on Hollywood to lift your spirits. Yeah. And I even, I even felt that... They struggled in even doing that because it's been such a tough year. That yeah, makes sense. So many of them were just happy to be out, happy to be around other people. And yeah. Like, oh, it's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, you could see the joy around them, like when they would see their friends. Yeah. They're like, no, you guys aren't supposed to get that close, but okay, go ahead. It's, it's fine. You'll be fine. You've all been tested. <laughs> right. So, yeah. So, in a, but in a way, a little bit worried. I'm like, okay, I hope in a couple of weeks, everybody's still okay. <laughs> so. Well, they have the money to have gotten the vaccines, right? Yeah. Everybody's then, getting their vaccine. Right. And um, they tested, I heard they tested, one person commented they've been tested eight times that week. They asked them to quarantine for a week. You know, so, and, I mean, we have as an industry really 
taking this so seriously because yeah. there's so many millions of dollars spent that mm-hmm. one person gets sick, they shut down the whole production yeah. for like a week, yeah. two weeks. So we kind of know how to do it. It still happens, but um, I think they they really just implemented as much as you can do being safe. And, and so that pulling this off and we'll know in two weeks if they did. Right. And so that testing was like for everybody behind the scenes and everybody. Yeah, everybody, crew, yeah. Every, probably even the waiting staff, you know, they yeah. were tested and they still had to wear their mask and face shields, yeah. you know, so. So, yeah, I wonder, I mean, if they, if they went to a, I don't know, a different party that wasn't sponsored by, you know, then, you know, maybe the people at serving at that party weren't tested as rigorously yeah that will be interesting if they went out and partied afterwards and got themselves in a situation that so yeah this will be interesting it's it's yeah. always cross your fingers but in LA right now we're doing really 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 well yeah. uh, we're getting our numbers way way down probably yeah. we're like in the I think we're only one percent infectious rate right now which is some of the lowest in the country, you know. So for a big city that we are, we are, you know, doing okay. Now I'm, I personally am getting really nervous at watching what everybody's doing because I do feel that we are gonna go back up. We'll see, we'll see. So as, so as someone who didn't watch last night, I know I'm terrible for being on this show and saying that, um, what was the best acceptance speech and what was the worst? Oh gosh. I guess the worst would have to be the last one, right? Yeah. <laughs> in the show. Yeah. <laughs> there was no speech. Well, there was no speech, right? Grandmother from Minari, whose name I don't want to try to pronounce anymore, was the best, wasn't it? Yes. Well, yeah. her, hers and Daniel's, like they tied for me. Like they have, they both just have these unique personalities. Um, and like her, I want to watch her in everything. Yeah. Uh, for me, it was Tyler Perry. Oh yeah! Oh, his was really, good, really one. good. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was that was a speech. Yeah, yeah. I'll see. Now, I don't. I don't like his movies, but you know. But <laughs> hey, him. But yeah. yeah, respect. Yeah, because mm-hmm. he—that's what gives him the money to be able right. to do everything else he does, and right. he has a huge fan base that do like that type of entertainment. Yeah. So, so yeah, you got lots of respect. I like that um, Bong Joon-ho um, mm-hmm. did his entire presentation. Like, I, I love it because he, when he did his acceptance speech last year, he was talking about folks who um, didn't like reading subtitles. It like, it's just lazy them not reading subtitles. So I love the fact that he did his entire presentation for best directing, um, like in Korean. I, that, I loved it so much. Um, and then the fact that Chloe Zhao won. Yeah. He was the one that presented it to her. Like yes. exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was great. And she seemed genuinely, well, thrilled. I I mean, in some ways she looked surprised, but I mean, she had to know she was the front runner. But yeah, I guess yeah, she you know, really did win at every single yes, everything. <laughs> But with the Oscars, you never know. Right. Until your name's called, you never know. Right. Right. So you still sweat it no matter what. As a matter of fact, it probably is worse 
if you have been winning yeah. every award. Just like Chad. And then you don't win, right. you know. Well, it was fun as usual. And thank you. Oh, what, I should the say were thank, fun? Well, this podcast was fun. Yes. Yeah. And so thank you. Than <laughs> thank you all for, you know, putting on all your fancy clothes and, uh, <laughs> and getting on Zoom. <laughs> yes. And uh, next week we're watching movies again. And Eric, you're joining us again. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> is that next week already? It is. Oh, it is. what is the theme? It's speed and speed two. I'm gonna have oh, wow. to watch speed two. <laughs> <laughs> I yes. don't even remember I speed two. Seen, I haven't Jason seen that Patrick. movie. Jason Patrick, yes. Yeah. Oh, the, and I haven't seen I it see? since I I worked well. Did you see a big cruise ship smash into an island? No. Then you didn't no. see it. <laughs> that would explain why I don't remember it. Yes, yeah, so check you it out. Remember it. Yeah. It's yeah, not speed one. I saw it only once. I've seen I've seen Speed numerous times. Right. I've seen since I saw Speed two one hundred and blah 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 times, <laughs> and that's why I never saw it once it was released because I worked on it too hard, eight months of hell. So yes, I will try to revisit it for our so, next podcast because so we can it give Eric PTSD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there will be, but there was you know I always you know m- making movies is very hard and time consuming and draining and blah, 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 blah. So every time I'm in the trenches doing these things, I always look to the, the fun side of it. And I had a lot of fun. I got to go to NASA for a week. I got to go to the St. Martin for three weeks and watch them crash a big bow of the ship into, into yes. the town. So that's the stuff I remember and keep cherished, you know, in my memories, not the eight hours of right. <laughs> seven to 11, 12, one, 2 a.m. working every day, seven days a week, you know, that, eh, yeah. don't remember that. <laughs> block, block. Your hard work was appreciated. Like yeah. we'll talk about it next week, but it was one of my comfort movies this past year. Yay. I, can't, I, I am actually looking forward to seeing it again because like, there, is, there is a lot of fun stuff in it in terms of the, the scope of the movie and what it was trying to do. I think at the end of the day, they just recasting and putting Jason in it is what kind of sunk the ship. <laughs> Forget the pun. <laughs> okay, rimshot. Yeah. But we'll talk about more of that next week. Next on... week on Geek Girl Soup. So, Xandria, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Oh. Yeah, so nice to meet you. And until next week, everybody, geek on.